Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders, and not joining me right now, but will be on all of the interviews on this episode was Brandon Olson. You can find him on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. So yeah, um, hi. It's been a fun, wild like week uh getting everything done before the draft and then the draft and then now you know um we can relax a little bit before you know football starts back up and it's time to start scouting the the 2021 class so uh you know everyone's gonna relaxing a little bit players are on their teams now um and speaking of that, we have two uh, players who joined a new team this weekend on the podcast today. Uh, McTelvin Game, new Broncos defensive lineman, and Jamichael Hasty, new front, uh, 49ers running back. So that's pretty dope. Um, also, to close us out today, we have um, one, of, one of someone I was really excited to get on the podcast, uh, Delvin Bro. If you don't know, uh, he has one of the most like inspiring, resilient stories of all time. In high school, he like broke three vertebrae in his neck and then worked his way back onto the field uh, in the NFL and then is now one of the best defensive backs in the Canadian Football League. He was never supposed to be able to like play football again or even heal correctly. Um so his story is really, really awesome, um, and it's you know something we can all learn from uh, resiliency in this you know less than ideal time. So enjoy that, um, and that just about does it for the day. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Three fun interviews, and yeah, so we're gonna go Jamichael, then McTelvin, and then Delvin uh, to close us out. Um, so yeah. Have a great day, and I hope all is well. Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. Joining me today is my co-host, as always, Brandon Olson. And also joining us today is now NFL running back, Jamichael Hasty, who uh, just got picked up by the 49ers, so congratulations. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate it. How are you doing today? I'm good. How about yourself? Doing good. Um, it's probably been a, a pretty kind of crazy couple of days for you, I assume. Yeah, it's been uh, It's actually been, you know what I mean, an exciting past weekend, honestly. Uh, you know, getting a shot to, you know, play at the next level. So uh, it's been a great situation so far. And uh, so what was your just pre-draft and draft experience like um it was cool and really the reason i say that is because you know a lot of people really don't get those opportunities you know what i mean um just having the opportunity to go to the senior bowl and go to the combine and 
you know, just to have those different opportunities, you know, to showcase, you know, my talents and and just get out there and really compete, you know what I mean? A lot of people don't get those opportunities, so just just really blessed to have those opportunities and, you know what I mean, it was a fine process for sure. Well, yeah, without the senior role, you wouldn't get the prestigious uh, opportunity to come on the whole non-sports podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, shout out to the senior role, man. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a very fun time. So, how are you handling training during this weird off season? Uh, it's really not too hard, honestly. You know what I mean. I'm from the country, so it's it's not too hard <laughs> to kind of figure out a way to work out. You know what I mean. Um, can pretty much do anything here in the house. You know, uh, push ups, abs, core, um, fire pretty much anything that got some weight to it. You know what I mean. Water jugs. Uh, putting shoes in backpacks, anything that hold weight, you know what I mean, and it's, it's it hadn't been too hard at all, you know, trying to figure out a way to work out. So, uh, for that from that standpoint, of it, it hadn't been too too complicated. And uh, have you been in contact with any of your new teammates in the Forty ers Um, yeah, I have. You know, we um, you know, just got a group chat. You know, started really just introducing ourselves, and you know, just trying to get acquainted, you know, with each other. So, uh. You know, we've been in contact. Wow, add, add me to the group chat. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, what did it mean for you to get to get selected for a single-digit number in 2018 and 2019? Uh, it meant a lot. You know what I mean? Just uh, really my teammates, uh, you know, believing in me and, um, you know, just blessing me with that honor. You know what I mean? Uh, just through, um, you know, our work ethic and, you know, what I contribute to the team. So um, it definitely meant a lot from the standpoint of, you know, them, you know, noticing, um, I guess just noticing my work ethic, you know what I mean? It was, um, it was a big thing, big thing for our program, big thing for our team, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, definitely honored to uh, have a single digit, not one, but two years. Yeah, and uh, you guys had just an incredible season this year at Baylor. Uh at what point in the season did it hit you that you guys are really doing something special there? Um, honestly, I wouldn't even say it was during the season. I would say before. Um, you know, the off season leading up to the season and, you know, the summer leading up to the season, just, you know, just seeing, you know, how serious guys was taking it, you know, seeing how much um, time they was putting into their game, you know, working their craft, um, and just how we gelled as a team, you know what I mean, doing those team workouts. Um, the, the off the field team activities, you know what I mean, just going closer to one another. It was a uh, man. This thing year was great, man. It was a great experience. We, uh, you know, we came together and uh, we was able to do something, you know, something pretty special and leave out our senior year, you know, uh, on a high note. So, yeah, it's ex- it's fun hearing about the the this Baylor team though. It's pretty awesome because we, you know, we had uh, Grayland on the other day, and, uh-huh, and now yeah. we have you. So it's, uh, I know we we were like entranced the entire season like wow this team's awesome oh yeah no doubt it was it was a fun year man it was it was it was real fun probably one of the not the funnest but probably one of the funnest years i've had playing football this just all around it was just a great year man we had so much fun i know Uh, y'all y'all had our favorite game of the year against tcu oh yeah man we took it down to the wire (laughs) (laughs) down to the wire for sure yeah that was yeah You guys, like, like, it was fun, but, I mean, given the uh, 
the heart issues that I was given just watching you guys play, I could only imagine. <laughs> like, you guys were like the cardiac kids this year. You had so many overtime and just games that went down to the wire. Yeah, man, multiple, multiple. And I think that's what made the year even that much more enjoyable. You know what I mean? Just having those multiple thrillers, you know what I mean? Uh, right now, off the top of the head, I can I can think of three, and I'm pretty sure we probably had one or two more. But, uh, you know, just fighting, just I think, see, that's the crazy part about it. Um, just having those tough games, I think, um, you know, it started, you know, in the off season. You know what I mean? Like I said, when we all just just came together as a team, once we got into those tough situations, it was just like, man, it's it's pretty much just like a tough workout. You know what I mean? We all just look at look for each other, lean on each other. You know what I mean? And just say, let's go, let's go do it, let's go fight. And we we all had so much fun playing that like we could have played six to ten overtimes like we would have played all day like that's how much we just enjoy playing with each other you know what i mean just it didn't matter how many overtimes you know we just enjoy playing the game so yeah uh and you went you ended up at one of the places i kind of wanted you to end up at because that offense is pretty awesome um is was your versatility as like a runner receiver um in like a Shanahan kind of offense, is that something you're looking forward to be able to use in the NFL? Oh uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, really, just want to use all of you know all of my abilities. You know, um, just my ability to be versatile, um, the ability to you know run inside, run outside, be able to catch out of the backfield. You know, and also contribute on special teams. So uh, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to you know this situation and you know just getting it started. And knowing, knowing Shanahan, you're probably going to have at least two games this year where you run for 300 yards and three, <laughs> three touchdowns. Oh, just because yeah, that, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. Uh, and then, now that you're a Niner, you have an old teammate from Baylor. Uh, are you excited to play with Jalen Hurd again? Oh, yeah, man. It's, uh, you know what? It's crazy that you. I haven't even thought about that until you just mentioned it. So, um, yeah, it would be good to, you know what I mean, just kind of reconnect with him and, um, you know, somebody out there that I'm familiar with, uh, play the year with him. So it will definitely be a good situation. Uh, and uh, what, what do you think – what was your favorite on-the-field moment at Baylor? Maybe after we won the overtime game against um, against TCU. Uh, I would probably say then, and the reason why is just because uh, – Really, just being in that moment, just just being in that moment of a three overtime game, which really was a defensive game. You know what I mean? Neither offense could really get anything going, and uh, you know the win the way in which we did. You know, catching a pick to seal the deal. You know, and, and storming the field, and just that whole that whole game, man. I, I would probably say that was my favorite, for sure. And uh, I think at the time, I don't know if at the time, I don't know if we had a loss or not, but um, nope. <laughs> do you know do y'all know if we had a loss at that time or not um i'm pretty sure you didn't uh no tcu is uh the week before oklahoma okay well yeah well yeah getting getting a win like that you know what i mean um in three overtimes to you know stay undefeated and and you know and storm the field at an away away game at their field at their home it was uh it was probably one of my favorite moments for sure from the season that game took years off my life 
Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> that that game gave me so many heart issues. Just that it destroyed my life expectancy. Now, um, man, I can I can only imagine watching it, seeing the ups and downs. You know what I mean? Heart up and down versus well, you know, when you out there playing, it's fun. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you're not even you're not even thinking about it like that. You just playing. Yeah, it was just like like Grayland's punt return where like TCU touched it first, but no one could really see that. And then he got tackled near your own end zone, and like you could see teammates were just pissed at him for touching the ball. But he was like, but TCU touched it first, so it was literally no matter what he did, didn't matter. Uh, and then just uh, TCU's quarterback almost ran in for a touchdown, but just stepped out of bounds. It was just a wild game. It was yeah, easily it was. my favorite game. Yeah, it, it was a crazy game for sure. But uh, it was really, really a heads-up play, I, I would say, uh, by Grayland, just because um, he knew that if the other team, you know, touched the ball before that we did, then, you know, we could pick it up and advance it without any, you know, any penalty. So uh, it was a heads-up play by him. You know, everybody didn't necessarily know that. So, you know, everybody like, what are you doing? But, uh, you know, it was a heads-up play by him. So yeah, you, had a bu- you had a bunch of really cool games as a team, but I do – I have to say the Oklahoma State game really sticks out for you. I mean, you had like 150 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> had that, yeah. Had, that that had to be had to feel pretty good. Oh yeah, it was it was great to more so anything you know just get the victory. You know, a, a win on the road and you know just thinking about what happened the last time we played at Boo Picking Stadium. You know, two years before, and um, you know just didn't really have a good showing. Didn't play the way we wanted to and. You know they, um, you know they kind of had their way, but uh, you know just coming back two years later at their place to come in and get a win and to advance and to go, you know, to remain undefeated. You know what I mean? It was a big deal for us. Yeah, and then uh, at Baylor, you graduated in 2018 with health, kinesiology, and leisure studies uh, with your bachelor's there. So, do you have any post football plans already in mind? Uh, yeah, I. Um, I actually haven't, I don't want to say I, but me and some of my friends were back home. We pretty much started an organization. It's, uh, it's called Elite LGV. And, um, you know, pretty much what it is is just we've done several things, you know, back in Longview, just, you know, just giving back to the community and, um, you know, uh, back to school supplies, back to school, um, back to school haircuts, um, you know, giving away scholarships, um, and, you know, we also have a clothing line, you know, started and a website up. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to really build, you know, build our, um, you know, build our brand and, you know, and give back to the community as well as, you know, um, you know, flood the streets with our apparel. So that's definitely probably what I'd be, um, you know, getting into once my career is over with. Yeah. What, what's that? Uh, what's the website? We'll be sure to, to add it on to this. It's um, it is Elite, Elite Long E-L-I-T-E, um, Longview. Awesome. L-O-N-G-V-I-E-W. Cool deal. We'll be sure to add that onto this. Um, and so you mentioned you had a bunch of fun moments this, this season, but what was your favorite Matt Rule story? I'm sure that has to be something good. Uh, favorite Matt Rule story? Uh, man, I got three years worth of stories. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times we ask people, and like, 
man, all the best stories I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 yeah, there's some most of those stories, you know, that they, they should remain behind closed doors for sure. But you know, just just being, you know, playing for them for three years is it's numerous, countless stories for sure. Yeah, we had a. Uh... We had Graylin tell us about this one time that someone pissed him off, and he was just like, "All right, you guys are running like, like uh, I I forgot what he made you guys just run a ton because someone pissed him off. So he's like, "All right, now you're gonna do just sprints, and then we're gonna practice." Yep, that's pretty much how it go. Or <laughs> or practice not going the way it's supposed to, you know he'll just send us back in to the locker room and we'll just come back out and just start practice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, an intense time. You never really know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Never. That's why you got to come in every day with it to work. You know what I mean? You stand on your P's and Q's. And uh, do you have just one goal you set that you want to accomplish in your rookie season? Um, I haven't even... I haven't even thought that far in advance, to be honest with you. Uh, really, I just want to come in and learn. You know what I mean? Learn as much as I can. Learn learn the offense. Learn field spacing. You know what I mean? Uh, especially, you know, the fields, the hashes, and the marks. And everything's a little bit different from a college field, you know what I mean, to an NFL field. So, uh, really just learning, like I said, learning the plays, learning the playbook, you know, learning the field spacing, you know, learning about the game. Um, you know, on the NFL level. So, um, really just learn. That's my main goal. Just come in this first year, learn as much as I can, soak it all up. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a, a weird year this year without any like OTAs or, or anything like that. So have they have they talked to you at all about like what it'll look like whenever you whenever, you know, camps are finally able to like happen? Um, not really, not in too much details, uh just because, you know, nobody really knows what's going to happen here within the next couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Um, nobody really just, nobody knows. So um, we all can just, you know, just going day by day, you know, controlling what we can control. So Yeah, and so uh, last question here. We always kind of um, like to end on like a, a positive note. And uh, I'm, I'm sure you're aware of my calls, my cleats in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with it. Not uh, too familiar with it, but I, I've heard it. I've heard about it. Yeah, so basically, just you choose like a an, like a, a charity or or like a cause to support. Um, so what what are you thinking about possibly doing for years? This isn't like a, a contractual obligation saying it here, but we like to you know at least give a shout out to like a charity or something at the end of every interview. Right. Um, I would probably does the boys and girls club fall under that? I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely be the Boys and Girls Club then. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, when I was a kid, when I was growing up, you know, I was going to the Boys and Girls Club every day uh, during the school year, during the summer. And uh, that was actually my first job, my uh, my senior year. I worked uh, I worked at the Boys and Girls Club after the football season. So, um, you know, they played a big a big part in my life, you know what I mean? And, and me coming up and me learning and me meeting so many people at the Boys and Girls Club. To uh, you know, to eventually want to work there, so I would definitely say uh, the Boys and Girls Club will be my uh, my cause, my cleats uh, organization. Awesome deal. Well, um, yeah, that just about does it. Thank you for coming on. I know we had a great time, um, and best of luck to you this season. 
Oh, yeah, man. I definitely appreciate y'all for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. Joining me today is my co-host, as always, Brandon Olson. And also, now, I guess, uh, current fo- current NFL um, defensive lineman, McTelvin Aguim. He just got drafted by the Broncos. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you can find him on Twitter at so underscore splash. Yeah. How 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 have the past days how have the past couple of days been for you? Um, it's it's been real surreal. Uh, I didn't I didn't know when I was gonna uh, actually get drafted. Uh, and when I did, it was crazy. I was able to be around my family, friends. Uh, just had to be able to share the moment uh, with me. Like it was it was just amazing. And what was your uh, what was your draft and? pre-draft experience like because i know you were a late addition to the senior bowl uh and then you had uh just uh, yeah what were you doing draft day when you got the call uh so draft day i had a little little get together with my family and friends uh just so we can all enjoy the moment but i had to let them know um i don't know if i'm going today it's a chance um but i don't know so like like don't don't get upset if I don't go. Uh, well, if guys you think are, be- are weren't better than me get taken before me, uh, let's not be negative with it. Let's just be understanding about the situation and keep moving forward and just wait for my blessing to come. Just leading up into the draft, uh, I just know I had to work. Uh, I know a lot of people had me pretty low, and I know I could just given the opportunity, I could raise my stock. Yeah, you definitely did. We, uh, I know, all, all we were at the Senior Bowl, and we were like, "Oh, this guy's very good." Um, so we were rooting for you. Uh, I know, I know, you got drafted towards the end of day two. So I bet, knowing that you could have gone in, in day two, I bet those four hours or whatever it was were <laughs> felt like twenty. Yeah, it, it, it felt like twenty. I was, um, I was trying to do things to get my mind off of it, like playing spades or. Or just doing something just to just to not think about it as much, but um, you get caught in just watching every pick that goes before you. Yeah. Um, how are you handling training this off this off season with being so weird? Um, well, I've been doing things like footwork, foot drills, uh, getting in the sand pits, running things like that. Um, also running up hills. Um, now I'm going to get into. Um, Get back into CrossFit. I used to do CrossFit in high school, so I'm about to uh, get back into that now. And uh, have you been in contact with any of your new teammates on the Denver Broncos? Um, the one contact, uh, one one person I have been in contact with is uh, Vaughn Miller. Um, he actually reached out after I got drafted. Uh, another person, uh, Tyree Cleveland, he uh, also got drafted by them. Uh, that's been my guy since high school. Uh, he had came and took a visit to Arkansas. Uh, we played each other in the Under Army game. So, like, that's, that's been my guy. I try, I try to recruit him pretty hard coming here instead of Florida. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty cool that y'all, you know. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Well, As a Florida fan, though, I'm, I'm happy that he didn't listen to you. I'll, just, I'll say <laughs> that. Uh, and y'all had, a, y'all had a crazy draft, so that's awesome. Um, 
Speaking of like new teammates, do you remember sacking Drew Locke in 2016? Uh yes, sir, I do. And how how long are you gonna? How long is it gonna take for you to bring that up to him and make fun of him in jest? Oh, oh no, you know Drew Drew the man, so I don't want to go on there on my toes. I don't want to go on there stepping on my toes, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play it pretty cool, play it by ear, really. Yeah. Uh, how did you start using the nickname uh, Sosa? Because I noticed that was like one of the first things I noticed when I saw your social media. So, yeah, how'd that start for you? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, it started with a group of friends um, back in back in middle school. Uh, I was at one of my friends' house, and we were basically making fun of each other, uh, making jokes on each other. Um, and somebody said that uh, I look like somebody that goes by the name of Sosa, and like everybody just busted out laughing. Uh, and it kind of just stuck after that because it was like, hey, yeah, I kind of like that. And it's easier than my my uh, original name, like my real name. So this 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 how it started. Yeah. Um. And one of the big parts about your game is that you can play like anywhere on the defensive line. Um. Do you do you plan to use like that versatility in the NFL? Uh, so I definitely plan on doing that. Uh, anywhere I can get in and fit in, I'm I'm willing to do it. Um, nothing, nothing is guaranteed. Even even though I was drafted third round, um, I can still get cut. So, um, that, that's that's my mindset going into it. I can still get cut. The the main thing is me is making the team. Uh, and come in and work. Uh, help out in any way I can. And then uh. Obviously, you had a good four years at Arkansas. What was your favorite on-field moment for the Razorbacks? Um, I would probably say the time we beat Ole Miss here, probably my – no, actually beat Ole Miss at their place. Um, that was a pretty good time. And then beating Ole Miss. So my sophomore year, we beat Ole Miss at their place. And then my freshman year, we beat Ole Miss home. And the crowd was just so it was so loud you could barely hear yourself think. <laughs> and everyone just always hates like, Ole Miss. <laughs> hey, beating Ole Miss is, is is great. It's a yearly tradition in the SEC. Everyone gets to do it. <laughs> um, so you super super good on the field, but you're also a super smart guy off of it. Um, what are your post like football plans? Like, what are you going to be doing off the field? Well, I, I like football. So if I can keep um, regurgitating it and giving it to other people and be able to to educate them on the on the on the subject, I would like to do that. Um, if there's being involved in coaching or just being involved in football, analytics, anything like that, I just wanna I just wanna be a part of it. Wow, McTuff and a game coming to hold on sports when he retires. Love that. Um <laughs> So now that you're in the NFL, is there one specific quarterback that you're looking forward to sacking? So for me, I would probably say uh, Pat Mahomes. The reason I say that is just because um, he's very elusive. He's from East Texas, um, Super Bowl MVP, League MVP, uh, Super Bowl champion. He's a great, like, just a great person, a great athlete, you know. So just be able to second him, like, he's like he's one of the top people right now. Um, also, I was able to train with him this off season at APEC in Fort Worth, so we was able to train with each other a little bit. So 
to be able to make it the full circle and be able to get him down for a sec, man. That'll be amazing. And he's in a division. Yeah, you'll, you'll get two chances a year. Yeah, going he's right two. for the king. <laughs> Uh, um, and now we're going to take a back a little bit back to high school. Um, first off, this isn't the, this isn't the question I was going to ask, but, uh, how I just saw it last night. How horrified do you think the, the people were whenever you, um, like whenever you were running towards them during the kickoff re- return that you returned for a touchdown? <laughs> oh no, man. Uh, I don't know, but they, they, a couple people tried to talk to me, man. Yeah, and if people think this is like a like an own psychic, no, he was doing his best Devin Hester impersonation. Um <laughs> and, and ran it ran it all the way back. But uh during high school we usually ask this about like college coaches, but I know you and your high school coach had a had a good relationship. So I was wondering what your favorite high school story was with Coach Turley. Um just him I would say him, my senior led me be able to get on to the offensive side. Uh, we ended up so 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 we ended up. I think it was probably fifteen behind, a, or it was like seventeen or fourteen, something like that behind a team. Um, I think it was called the team was Washington Chapel. Um, my senior year, we were losing. Then we had to get two onside kicks to win the game, uh, complete a two-point conversion. It I, it was one of the craziest games I've ever been a part of. Uh, it was – and I, I think a lot of people that way would say that was probably one of the craziest games they've ever been a part of. And then uh, do you have just one thing that you really want to accomplish during your rookie season? Um, one thing I want to accomplish, uh, for sure, making a team – um, I have a lot of high goals. Um, I want to. I want to be able to make it to the Pro, pro Bowl. Um, I want to be able to win a Super Bowl. Uh, just, just those things in my rookie year. That's just those are some of the things I want to do. But the main thing is just being able to help the team in any way I can. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to be you have to be excited to be able to learn from you know. Well, yeah, they got Jarrell Casey in the offseason, Von yes, Miller, sir. Bradley Chubb. That's a that's a great group to be in to be able to learn and uh, add some tools to your repertoire. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Yeah, um, man, that's a that's a fun division too. It's it's gonna lead to a lot of a lot of fun games. Um, but uh, our, our last question is: um, I'm sure you're familiar with my cause, my cleats. Um, we like to end every every interview um, on a, a you know a positive note and talking about. Uh, uh, a a charity a charity organization. What, what do you what do you think that you're gonna choose? You're the first person we're asking that will be doing this. Um, so what do you think you're gonna choose for your my cause my cleats? Um, my thing would be um, just helping the inner city youth. Um, a probation officer actually reached out to me um, in in a, um, Colorado or Denver, I believe, in Denver area. Um, and I'm, me and my agent are working on something right now to. To just get down and talk to those kids that are um, that are in that situation right now, because at one point I was in the same situation, so I just want to be able to educate them and give them hope because um, it, it wasn't no one on my platform that was able to give me hope at that time. Um, I had to just get it from from some of the guys that were just in my community. Um, if I can reach out and just help help the youth, because youth is the future. Um, so if I can if I can help them and 
and help them stay on track, man. That'll, that'll just be a blessing. That'll be a blessing, and me being able to be a blessing is something that I always wanted to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I remember reading about that on like on Twitter uh, eight years ago. <laughs> you were? Did you think that you would be here where you are today? Uh, no, sir. I was just honestly just trying to uh, get back home. Honestly, um, yeah. I definitely, I definitely want to thought that I would be um, here right now, being a Denver Broncos, being in the NFL. I know I had dreams, but um, I kind of got a little discouraged um, after that incident. But I just kept going, and something great happened. Yeah, and you now you get the chance to be a a great story and role model for for other kids. That's pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Alrighty, well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, thanks for you know coming on, sharing your story, talking about uh, talking about some football. So, yeah, and good luck this season. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. Joining me today is my co-host, as always, Brandon Olson. And then we are also joined by um, current CFL, former NFL, former Arena Football League uh, player, Delvin Bro. How are you doing today? Hey, what's going on, boss? How y'all doing? We are doing good. I mean, as good as we can, you know, locked up and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so what have you been doing during this just ridiculous off season i got oh you know what man i just been actually uh focusing on my brand man um i've been building my brand and training and spending quality time with my son you know um you know just being able to enjoy the time with him you know uh means a lot to me man you know just because they uh they ended up pushing the season back in canada for me so you know i get more time to spend with him and you know just enjoy the the opportunities for him you know so you know, that's, that's been basically it, man. Some simple stuff, man. And, you know, just enjoying the, the time, man. That's it. All right. Well, if, if you're trying to build your brand, if, the, if there's anything you want to shout out, feel free to shout it out. Oh, man, most definitely, man. I just started my uh, brochure brand, my brochure apparel man. Uh, you can go follow me on Instagram at brochure underscore apparel underscore. Oh, uh, man, it's pretty dope, man. Um, and, and, you know, you can go check out on my website and everything, man. It's up and running, so. You know, it's pretty cool, man. I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah, we'll have to we'll be sure to link it. Link everything. Oh yeah. With uh And that's my uh that's this. on my Instagram as well, so All right, awesome. Um well, so I know you're from New Orleans, so I know you're you're a Saints fan, <laughs> former Saints player. What what do you what do you think of the Saints off season so far? Well, man, you know, um, the, the offseason was, was great, man. You know, as far as the draft and stuff like that, that's what you're asking me, right? How, how was the draft and stuff? Man, yeah. it was great, man. I, I like the players that um, that they drafted, man. You know, they have a couple guys, I think, that's going to come in and play right away, man. You know, I think it's pretty pretty good, man. So, you know, they have a lot of uh, great guys, great talent that's um, that's coming in, man, and I'm pretty excited to see what they can do. Yeah, plus they just signed uh, signed Jameis right now. Oh yeah, yeah, I just seen that. So that <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty. Yeah, that was pretty dope as well too, man. Yeah, do you think that uh, that he could come in and do you, I don't know? Do you think that he he'll get better in that system? Most definitely, man. Just because it's a uh, it's a five wide spread, you know, uh, Sean Payton have uh, multiple 
multitude of um, of schemes he like to use in his offense, man. So I think it's going to be pretty dope that, you know, we have Jameson and he can, you know, he drawn for 5,000 yards, man. And then he's learning under Drew Brees too. So I think that's going to be pretty dope, you know, just to say if Drew Brees retire, uh, 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 you know, just call it quits, you know. So I, I think it's great, man. I think that was actually a great move. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, of course, you you used to play for the Saints, so you have a you have a better understanding of that system and what it's truly like than uh, than most of us do. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, so you're a well-traveled veteran. You've played AFL, uh, NFL. Now you're in Canadian Football League. What were mm-hmm. what are the uh, biggest differences between playing in the NFL and the CFL? Well, you know what? The, the field is, is wider, man. You know, the field is much wider and much spaces in the CFL. You know, you have, uh, you know, you have guys running at you in, in, in motion, man. Um, you know, that can be pretty challenging. Um, but and then you also have to play a yard off up there. And that CFL is what the NFL, you know, you have to be pressed on the line. You can get up as close as you want, you know, without being uh, uh, interfering with the ball. So, you know, I, 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 that, that's probably the only differences, man. I mean, and other than that, you're just playing football. You know, that's, that's what you do all your life. And, you know, that's what you do. Just play and, ball. And and other than being in Ontario, and I, I live in I live in Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. so I, I know for a fact that New Orleans and Ontario are two very different places. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, two different places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, as far as the difference between the NFL and CFL, just you mentioned that receivers can kind of run at you. How different is that to adjust to? Because, of course, playing the NFL, receivers have to be set. But in the mm-hmm. Canadian Football League, they can be behind the line of scrimmage, start sprinting mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. I, that has to be a lot more difficult to defend than anything else. Well, it is, man. I mean, you know, it is, man. Um, just because, you know, it's, it's, it's timing with everything, right? You have to really get reps, you know, at, at, at being a DB in the CFL. Because you don't know, because the, the receivers can have different strides, you know. Like if you start, if a receiver starting off ten yards, coming at me. Some may start slow, speed up fast, just to run by you. You know, some may start fast and then go slow. You know what I'm saying? And run a, a hitch route, a comeback or something. So you have to really time it up. You have to really watch your film. You really have to study your tape. And man, you know, you just go execute on game day. You know. Yeah, and uh, you know, we've mentioned you've had a. A crazy career uh, for those that that don't know. Um, had a bad injury in high school and had like a miracle recovery. Worked his way back um, from from the developmental football league to arena football league to the Canadian to the Canadian football league, and then you finally got your shot in the NFL. Uh, how awesome was it to finally see that phone call with the five hundred four area code? Man, you know that was that was awesome, man. You know, just being able to get that phone call that day, man. You know, I was working out for Tampa Bay actually, and just to be able to, you know, get that phone call from the five hundred four, man, meant a lot to me, man. It meant a lot to my family. You know, it meant a lot to my, you know, my my son. You know, it just meant a lot, man. You know, and I can't say my son at the time because he was born, but. My, my family, man, my family was just excited, man, you know, just because, you know, it's, it's a great time in life, you know, to be a saint. We grew up being Saints fans. That's all we knew was Saints. So, you know, for me to get this opportunity to, you know, to showcase my talents, not only in front of my city, but in front of the world, man, that was that was dope, you know. Yeah, and I, I mean, I knew I know you had to know immediately what that phone call was. With that area. Oh, you already <laughs> know, you know, you already know what it is. <laughs> And then, uh, obviously, we've talked about how you've played in so many different leagues. 
Who would you say is the hardest receiver you've ever had to match up against? In the NFL? Anywhere, really. Ah, uh, man, you know what? In, 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 in anywhere, man, I would say Julio Jones by far in the NFL, man. Uh, he, he's by far, man, the, the most talented. Most, man, he's he's an he's animal, man. You know, so he's by far, this is the best receiver I ever went against. By far. Imagine if you had to go against uh, Julio with the CFL rules, or he could just get that running man, start you on you. Crazy. <laughs> but then, but then again, what I told you, you got to study film. I'm gonna learn everything he do, so he can't start off and think I'm a, I'm not gonna be on it because I'm already on it. I do my homework too now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you're one of the best defensive backs in the Canadian Football League for a reason. Oh, yeah. Um. You know, uh, I do have to ask. You did you did play a, a year in the Arena Football League. How how was that? I feel like that had to be extremely different because that place just seemed wild. Man, you know what? It was actually pretty cool because you know it was it was a taste of the professional game. You know what I'm saying? Like the business aspect and all that. Like it was just part of the professional game. So I was just excited about that. You know, be you know telling people I'm a pro. I play professional football. <laughs> you know, so that was that was cool to me, man. You know, um, and, you know, just playing the game, like I only played three games, but just just the overall experience, man, was pretty dope, man, because it's different. You know, you're smaller. You know, you have to be instinctive. You really have to be instinctive, man, because it's quick. You know, the field is way small, man. So you have to really be instinctive. You have to be on your game, man. And you have, like I said, again, you have to watch film. And uh, so you graduated from LSU or left LSU in 2012. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you say is your favorite on-field moment in your career so far? Um, my favorite on, um, I would say, you know what, man? Um, I, I have two moments, you know, one giving a football to my mom at the game last year. Um, you know, I, I thought that was pretty dope. She came up, you know, I uh, forced the fumble, picked it up, and I gave her the ball in the stand. So I thought that was pretty, pretty, you know, pretty proud moment for, you know, a mother and son. Um, also yeah, my first, cool. uh, my first, first, first time, you know, ever putting on a Saints uniform, man, you know, in the preseason game, it's against Houston, Texas, man, I was crying in the locker room, you know, it's my first game ever dressing, y'all finally put on a uniform and I was actually starting. So I was crying, man. I was crying in the locker room, you know, and it was just tears of joy. You know, it was just, you know, I finally made it and it's time to go do work. So that was another proud moment, man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I bet I, I know it had to feel. Um, I remember you playing for the first time. Um, I'm a, a lifelong Saints fan myself. Um, did it feel like you had like all these people, like an entire like city, cheering you on? Because I, I know I was. I know me and all my friends were like, "Yo, this guy's awesome. We love him." You know what? Every week we're rooting. Man. We're rooting them. Yeah, on. every weekend, man. Every weekend, man. Every weekend. You know, I step foot on the football field, man. Um, you know, I, I was blessed and I always knew I had the city behind me, you know, and, and, you know, it was pretty cool, man. A lot of people didn't know, but coming out of our hotel room um, on game day at the La Meridian or La Meridian or whatever, you know, I, I have a, a, a few of, a few of my New Orleans, you know, people, fans, not my people in general, like family, but fans, you know, will be waiting on me that morning just to, you know, give give me a five and be like, hey, man, do it for the city. You know, so every every game day, man, I thought that was so dope. And you know, I played for the people. That's 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 for my city, man. You know, I, it's and you know what? It's no pressure. You know what I'm saying? Because this is what I do, dog. I'm built for this. Yeah. I'm built for the moment, man. So, 
I put all put the city on my back every week, and that's that's, that's what I did. It, and it, do not. It, it really felt, yeah, it really felt like it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I know the the support's still there, even though you're in in mm-hmm. Canada now. Oh yeah, oh it's all love, man. It's all love and support, man. So it's pretty dope. All love and support, man. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite like? off the field story uh from your career uh like you know like a coach or something like that nah man nope i, I, I stayed to myself man you know just off the field man just <laughs> you know spending time with my family my two brothers and my mom and man and my son man that's that's my off the field moments you know because you can't get those to get that awesome. time back you know that's oh, awesome yeah. and then uh damn Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like like we've touched on, you've had a wild journey. Uh, do you have any like? Do you have one piece of advice you can give anybody? Just anybody that's just working for something in their life. Yeah, man. You know, just just always keep your head down and keep working. You know, always keep working because you never know what's on the other side of that tunnel. You know, you you never know. You always just keep working, keep your head down, no matter what obstacles get in your way. Always find a way, find a way because. When you when you jump over those hurdles and you jump over those experiences and those lessons, you grow. You grow and mature as a person. You don't even know it, but you do. So no matter what, no matter what, just continue to fight adversity. Overcome those obstacles. Don't ever let nobody tell you no. And and, and, and just go be that beast you are. Yeah, and um, I know we already touched a little bit on it on the in the beginning, but uh, do you have any, like, any other like post football plans that you're working on or is it really focusing on like your brand right now? Man, you know what? I'm just focusing on my brand and, and, and my brand right now and, and training. You know, like I said, I always I always I always stay with my feet at man. I don't never go too far too behind. Right now I'm just focusing on my brand and training for the season. Cool deal. And uh this is something that we we always end every interview with. Uh-huh. Uh it's it's a question that we, you know everyone uh always likes um so i know you're familiar with uh my cause my cleats in the nfl yeah oh yeah yeah so it just you know now we're asking people uh someone who you know has done it before but uh if you had to choose like one program charity or like just cause that you could represent right now what would uh be? mental awareness man you know um that suicide awareness man mental awareness uh cause man i think that's uh that's very important you know, um, because I, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a victim. I'm a survivor of, of that. You know, so of, of mental, uh, mental health. So, yeah, that's that's what it would be, man. Awesome. Uh, well, uh, thanks for coming on. It was a, it was a quick one. Uh, pleasure having you on, man. And good luck coming, going on into the year and growing your brand. Yes, sir. Thank you, boss. Appreciate it, man.